Welcome to the Soul Shifts Podcast. I'm Amy and I'm a mindset coach for women who want to step out of autopilot and into alignment as they create a life they love. This podcast will help you manifest your dreams, align your beliefs and feel completely unstoppable. It's time to unlock your own soul shifts, lovely. So let's get into the episode. everybody and welcome back to another episode of the Soul Shifts podcast. I am very happy to be introducing Amy Kate um, in this episode. She's coming to talk to us all about cycle tracking. Um, So Amy is a business and mindset coach and I met her through the Mindset Coach Academy that we both did this year, which was very fun and exciting. Um, And Amy helps women attract their dream clients, manage their time, manage their energy so that they can build the business that they love. And she uses the monthly cycle that we all have to help them do that. So Amy, would you like to introduce yourself and tell us a little bit more about you and what kind of brought you to monthly cycle tracking? Yeah, sure. Um, Firstly, thank you very much for having me, Amy. It's like a real, real pleasure to be here. And to be talking to you about a subject really, really close um, to my heart. Um, so, yeah, cycle thinking um, has been become a big, big part of my life. Um, I started tracking my cycle a very, very long time ago um, as part of my fertility journey, um, which is over 10 years ago now. And if I'm totally honest, the relationship I had with my cycle was... It was a really negative one Um, and there was lots of um, emotional, um, yeah, emotion, sort of physical um, issues and yeah, it just, it was a challenge. It was a real, real struggle for a very, very long time. Um, When I had my daughter um, five, nearly six years ago now um, and my periods came back, yeah, I've, again, I've really, really struggled with my cycle, which motivated me massively to kind of dive deeper and kind of get to the bottom of what's going on. And I just felt like there had to be an easier way. There had to be an easier way. So I went all in um, on my research and yeah, I've just been learning and developing and tweaking and testing um, different strategies, different ways. and. I've been working sort of really strategically with my cycle now for, for about a year and a half um, and really applying it to my business and to my marketing and to my life um, as well. And the difference has been uh, incredible. It really, really, really has. Um, so now I'm very passionate about um, helping other women um, do the same. I think it's a subject that we we don't talk enough about. Um, there's a lot of misinformation. There's a lot, you know, the education that we probably got when we first had our periods is, is uh, yeah, it's it's not, it wasn't very comprehensive. That was my experience. And other women I talked to are you know, very much the same. Um, rather than seeing your monthly cycle as like dreading it, actually understanding the different phases and really harnessing the powers that we have inside us is so, so, so powerful. And um, yeah, it's, and now it brings us me to, yeah, to today where I'm sort of coaching women in business and a key factor of that is their 
working with their monthly cycle so they can yeah just be more consistent and can just really show up as themselves um and yeah really understand those kind of um yeah those different phases and yeah and get around that pressure of having to be that same person every day and Mm. We, we are cyclical beings we are you know dynamic beings and it's yeah, really embracing that <laughs> yeah I love that and I think you're right there is so much misinformation and it is a bit of a taboo subject people don't really talk about it I think it is becoming less taboo but yeah. I still think you know in the on the Instagram land it's becoming less taboo but like in the real world people yeah. just still don't talk about it and I mean, obviously, I know you're helping women with their business, but we can really apply all of this to anything we do in our lives. And as you say, we are cyclical beings. We change each day can be completely different. So why we it's letting go of the expectations that we need to be the same, the same yeah. energy, the same personality, the same emotions every single day and actually just tuning into our bodies. I really love that. Mm -hmm. So yeah. could you share what the kind of main phases are of our cycle? So someone's completely new to cycle tracking and they're like, okay, what are you talking about? Can you just talk us through that, please? Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously the main events that we know are first off the period and um, ovulation if, if you're on that kind of fertility journey. Um, so those were the, I, it, when I first started, I thought that was the only things that happened in your cycle. So I'll talk you through the phases. There's four different phases. So first off, we have um, what we call the follicular phase. Now, um, this is pre-ovulation, um, this post-bleeding. Post and the follicular stage um, is also known as our kind of like inner spring. Um, the next phase, I'll talk you through the different phases and then, so we've got the next phase, which is um, the ovulation phase. And this is when your body actually releases an egg. Um, and it's also known as your inner summertime. And then we have your, um, it's called the luteal phase. Um, so this is uh, post-ovulation. Um, this phase kind of gets a bit of a bad rap because it's leading up to your period. It's the second half of your cycle. Um, so it's called the luteal phase. It's also known as your inner autumn. Um, and then we have the menstrual phase, um, which is your um which is your period um where you have your bleed and this is known as your inner uh, winter mm. so those are the, the phases the sort of spring summer are your naturally sort of more energetic um yeah more kind of outward energy time of the month and then the second half of the month so post ovulation and autumn winter time is when your yeah your your energy is naturally more inward and yeah your enthusiasm and patience um, tends to dip <laughs> yeah I love that and I love describing it as the in the seasons like as you're yeah. going through your cycle and that's something I came across a few months ago it, it really resonated with me so now when I'm you know on my period I think I'm in my in the winter that's my time to cocoon and to retreat yeah. and to look after myself and then you know I'm in my my summer at the moment and it's even my husband yesterday was like, you just seem so much more like outgoing and carefree and like more energized this week. And I was like, hmm, I wonder why that is. <laughs> <laughs> so I love, I love that, that so much. And um, so can we just dive into a little bit more 
and kind of what you can expect in each se- in each season in each phase of the cycle. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So starting off with your follicular phase. Um, so this is so post. Um, this is after your period. So your your hormones are naturally increasing, um, and with that um, comes um, yeah lots more energy. Um, this your kind of like superpowers around this time of the month um, are all related to um, creation and ideas. Um, it's a great time to like really set those intentions, clarify what your visions are, do some researching, exploring, that kind of creative and brainstorming work. It's a real kind of time for sort of, yeah, new beginnings. Um, then, in your ovulation phase. So this is when you're um, most collaborative and most kind of communicative and creative. And it's a really optimum time to to deliver training or to create some content, um, yeah, to connect with others, do sort of recordings, video recordings, podcast recordings, going live, um, anything that requires your outward energy. Um, is a great time to to do this and then um, we've got your sort of autumn phase um, which is a a phase where it's like your attention to detail is so so precise at this time Um, so it's all about completing and um, nurturing so your yeah your focus and your clarity are like spot on so it's a really good time to do like that admin organizing work um that deep work that kind of stuff to you know to make it happen like the final push to kind of get it out the door that's when um this is the ideal phase um this is also the time when you're naturally more critical as well and that might be more critical to yourself so your inner critic might be a bit louder um and that's normally when when, when they pipe up, <laughs> when it pipes up and gets a bit louder. Um, and then we move on to your, your sort of winter, your bleeding um, phase. And this is, this is a great time for evaluation and your, your intuition is so much heightened at this time. Um, it's a great time to really, to really listen to your guts, those gut instincts, like, they really kind of, they become much louder at this time. Um, it's a good time in your business to reflect your insights, you know, what's working, what's not working, what's not serving me anymore. And um, yeah, and reflecting on those wins as well, kind of getting those sort of, uh, yeah, thing, getting those things in motion, um, yeah, ready for the next cycle. Mm, I love that. And as you were speaking there, but with, with the kind of planning and the creation stage, and you can kind of see how we, mimic this in our months as well and obviously you know it's 28 day cycle our months are anywhere 28 days to 31 days and I sometimes do wonder you know we we set at the beginning of the month we set our intentions we have that creative like planning energy then we go and do and then we reflect at the end and actually what if we kind of did that in our own cycles instead of using the months to set intentions and reflect and, and that side of things using that as part of our cycles rather than and kind of swapping them around a little bit so we're following our cycle rather than following society's cycle if that makes sense it does it really does and there's so much we have a lot of social conditioning 
that really pushes us to a 24 hour clock. Um, and we are just not, yeah, we do have a 24 hour clock, everybody does, but us women in reproductive years, we have a second clock. And this is our, um, it's called our infradian clock. And um, we just can't ignore it. It's, it's, um, it, it affects absolutely everything, our brain function, our physical, our mood. Mm. And when we can really support our, our second clock on our cycle, it just makes a huge, huge difference. Um, yeah, a huge difference. So yeah, really listening to our own inner clock rather than yeah being governed by uh, yeah the 24 hour and just like you said the month setting the month's intentions and um, you know set your intentions for sure but use your inner clock to to really go go for that and support yourself so if somebody wanted to start actually tracking their cycles and they've never they've never done it before but they kind of feel like on this episode they want to start actually mapping that out what would be your top tips to start yeah okay first top tip is just to start now like you can do it today um and yeah it's super super easy there are tons and tons of apps available and um, I recommend the app because it's super easy we're always on our phone all the time and um there's a particular app that I like um because it tracks you can track your period but it also tracks the um it also follows the moon cycle as well which is um super useful and um they are also um, they also encrypt your data. They do not share any of your data. Um, you may have seen some stuff in the press over the last few months um, where these um, some of these period apps have been sharing um, women's data, basically. So this app does not. Um, it's called Stardust, um, and yeah, and I absolutely love it. It's so simple to use, and yeah, just start tracking. Um, so it'll ask you to put in the dates of your last period. And it's, um, it's, it's super clever because as it goes a lot, as you work with it and put in your dates, it kind of, um, it gets very clever at, at predicting you know, when your, your next period is. It's not, you know, stuff happens. It doesn't always go to, to plan, but it's, it is a, a really, really great app, which I recommend. Um, and my other sort of top tip really is to work out when your period is with the help of the, of the tracker and go to your diary, whether that be paper form or um, digital and um, block it in your diary. Um, block out when that week is and just be, start being really mindful going forward on what you're, what you're committing to that week. Um, and make a, yeah, sort of a mental note to really upgrade yeah, your self-care around this time. And um, yeah, the first thing you really just need to do is, is start tracking, know what day of the month you're in on your cycle. Um, and it's sort of building up these kind of habits of, uh, yeah, checking in with yourself really and sort of seeing how can I support myself today? Or I know that my period's due next week and um, yeah, don't overcommit socially, don't overcommit sort of work-wise. Mm. Um, yeah, the smallest, yeah start small is is my other big tip yeah. it can be a little bit overwhelming at the start 
that to start start small and just start <laughs> yeah just knowing when when your period is and when your ovulation is even just knowing those two things can yeah. help start to plan your life accordingly because I do think when when we're switched off from all of this or you know we're not really taking into consideration you know we've always had that we've all had those moments where you're like I feel so emotional I feel so drained and then the next day you come on your period and you're like oh uh, that's yeah. why <laughs> if you were aware of that imagine how much more powerful that is when you're aware okay well I'm doing my period tomorrow so this is what I can expect and it's not like a rule that it has to happen but it means you can just lead with much more compassion for yourself rather than being surprised and being like this passive like receptive like oh that's happened to me it's like okay this is happening in my body how can yeah. I how can I hold space for that rather than like reactively responding to it yeah totally totally and yeah and it just enables when you when you work with the phases of your cycle and you have a you rest and prioritize rest during your your period for instance it, it actually gives you more energy. Um, you know, you, you can, when we're doing things outside of our sort of ideal time in the cycle, it's like, you can do anything at any point at, in your cycle, but um, doing sort of, you know, doing sort of live trainings or big presentations or big social events, during your period will literally just deplete your batteries super super quickly um and and it will really affect your next cycle um as well like energy wise um it does make yeah it makes a big difference by doing things resting in your um menstrual phase um really sets you up for the next cycle and it will just yeah help you give yeah, it gives you more, it will just give you more energy throughout. Yeah. Um, and it sounds really simple, um, but it's so, it's had such an impact. Um, in my previous kind of life, I was just constantly so, I don't know, so, so busy. I'd always just like power through, have another flat white, have another coffee, la 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 la, just like keep on going, keep on going. I would just not give myself any kind of well, I've got to do this because that person needs that or this person needs this. I need to go there and we've got this event and that event. And it was just exhausting. <laughs> it was just, I look back and I think, what was I doing? I feel exhausted just you sharing that. My <laughs> <laughs> life is very, very different now, thank goodness. Yeah, but, um, yeah lots of women that I speak to are, are still kind of caught up in this, yeah, constant productivity mode. Mm. And we are not, built like that um yeah we're just yeah we we are there's a there's a right time for us to do things in our cycle yeah and yeah if we can be really strategic around that it's yeah super powerful <laughs> and, and if we actually use like you you call them superpowers so at the different phases if we lean into those superpowers we really you know when I'm in the creative mode coming up to my some of my ovulation and I'm feeling really outgoing that's where I do the best kind of creative outgoing work I record the yes. best podcast episodes and and I'm kind of starting I'm I've been tracking my cycle for probably a couple of years but I'm at this point starting to bring it into my business I hadn't really linked the two 
and it's through talking to you and, and looking at Instagram, your Instagram and things like that, that I'm kind of seeing how we can merge them together. And we've even done it to do this podcast episode. Yeah. <laughs> we, we scheduled it twice, once because of your cycle and then because of my cycle. And do you not just think it's so beautiful that we can be compassionate and understanding towards each other and say like, okay, this isn't the best week for you because you're on your period. Let's move it and yeah. do it at a time where it, it suits us both. So we can both be in yeah. our best energy and our, give our best rather than one of us kind of feeling a bit flat and a bit fatigued and the other feeling like, woo, let's go. Like yeah. <laughs> each other. So even just in business or in, in life, you know, when you're around people who are also cycle tracking and actually liaising with them and and being open with them about this is where I'm at in my cycle this isn't the best time for me do you mind if we rearrange it yeah. just it felt like a big permission slip to be able to do that yeah totally totally I'm I'm so so passionate about having kind of more ease and flow in our, in our business um and being able to work with our cycle and being able to have that kind of yeah, that compassion, that understanding, um, it makes, yeah, a huge, huge, huge difference. And yeah, when we're in that kind of creative mode and um, that kind of like sort of summertime building up the first half of your cycle, yeah, being able to sort of do all those sort of projects and you know, batch create some content and really kind of lean into those creative projects, it just, it it gives you energy it really kind of ignites that, that yeah that inside you you try and do the same thing um in the second half of your cycle or around your period of course you can do it but it's going to drain your energy and you might not be <clears throat> bringing you know it's just going to yeah it's just going to drain it's going to probably take you much longer you're probably doing a million and one takes of one video or you know you you're probably more critical of yourself and it's yeah it's it's totally doable don't get me wrong we can do anything at any point but it's about creating that that flow and that ease and yeah really kind of managing your energy rather than your time yeah so yeah I definitely think the second half of the cycle you know that that inner autumn that inner winter does get as you said before it does get that bad rep because it's when we associate being like moody and miserable and tired and lethargic and and all of the negative things but as I'm tracking my cycle and as I'm leaning into like those superpowers, I'm realizing they're just opportunities for me to one, look after myself, but also do the stuff in the business that's not front facing. Yeah. You know, when I was in my period a couple of weeks ago, I was, I, I did my website again and not completely. I mean, don't get me wrong. That's a big job. <laughs> I went through and I did, you know, like the nitty gritty jobs that you kind of get get put on the back burner and going through and just replacing, updating some pictures and updating things and doing it really in the back of my, the back end of my business where I could sit on the sofa with Love Island on, yeah. <laughs> with the Kardashians on and have a blanket and have a hot water bottle and I'm really cozy and comfy and I can just pick my laptop up as and when I feel like it rather than feeling like, oh, I've got an interview to do, I've got a call to do, I've got this to do, like, it really molds around where I am in my life rather than me feeling like I have to fit my life in with yes. everything else. Um, it's just a completely different mindset approach to it. And it feels, 
it I think as talking about it you might be listening and thinking it feels quite restrictive because oh well I can't do this in this this week and I need to wait until that week to do that but actually it's more freeing I feel being able to say no to things and move things around with totally and it's about yeah and it's it's about having really good strong boundaries like stuff that comes up my clients is is yeah is the boundary stuff and it's really about yeah really really enforcing those and the other thing as well is that I know some people do have quite a restrictive diary and so other people kind of you might have work commit other work commitments um and you might want yeah yeah you need to kind of protect your energy if you're having to do like a big presentation or big work meetings or social events um during your during your period um yeah by all means if you can't get out of it you get out of it but if, if you need to go and show up like do it and you'll do an amazing job but the most important thing that you need to do is to really upgrade your self-care on that day um, or that week and really lean into and carve out some time for you. Um, and yeah, to recharge those batteries. So as I said, when you're not doing thing, when you're doing things um, that are gonna, that don't naturally fit in your period, um, it's just going to drain your batteries much quicker. So it's really allowing that time, um, carving out that time for yourself and really making sure that your basic, very, very basic self-care is on point. So you're getting enough water, you're going to bed early um, and getting that, that sleep and you're taking your um, vitamins and you know, you're, you're moving your body. It's like that very basic self-care needs to be on point. Um, and then you need to be carving out, upgrading your self-care. It doesn't mean like you're taking yourself off to a spa, like that would be lovely um, and do that if you can. <laughs> but you know, it can be just so simple as going out for a walk in nature or, you know, just, uh, yeah, taking out an hour a day of like not having any plans, um, you, know, don't, you know, doing nothing for half an hour. Like it's, you know, it, yeah. anything that kind of, yeah, just, um, supports you really and allows you to have a bit of space for for you Mm. um yeah I have come up against this myself recently when my period just arrived unexpectedly and I just had to yeah look at my diary of stuff I was committed to I had to do it um but there was other ways I could support myself um so yeah by carving out like I was able to carve out an hour a day where I could just be um, and that got me through and it was yeah it was great it was great to have those that tool um yeah that strategy to kind of put in place yeah I think that's really important to note that it it's not you know oh you've come on your period you need to take three days off and just do nothing <laughs> days because whilst that would be lovely it's also not realistic <laughs> Um, but as you say having just that hour you know sometimes I'll just come home and I'll say to my husband I just need a night where I have an early night and I can like do some journaling in bed or I can read a book or have a bath and I'm just on my own and I think you know don't underestimate the power of just having an hour or half an hour completely on your own and just saying like to the husband to the kids to the cat whatever it is just saying (laughs) I need time by myself 
Um, your half an hour can do wonders and, and setting that time aside for you and I suppose being open to being flexible with things I used to be a person like I will never reschedule client calls I will never rearrange workshops I will never ever change a meeting or whatever it might be and and I'm really coming around to the idea of like if I'd rather reschedule something when I'm not feeling my best to a time where I am going to be feeling my best because I'm going to be giving that person more of me I'm going to be giving that person better value than if I'm sitting feeling lethargic and miserable and critic critical and, and all the rest of it and as you say yes a lot of the time we can't move things but I think being aware of okay actually we can change that like yeah. not set in stone it's just a quick message it's quick email and if that person is an aligned fit for our lives then they will understand and they'll be happy to change exactly exactly and it's um yeah it's it's yeah it's so important um to be able to have that flexibility um yeah it really is and it's also yeah just also knowing as well that if you can't for whatever reason make those changes there is you can support yourself in in other ways like having an earlier night or you know asking your husband or the kid you know to put the kids to bed for instance or um you know taking a long a long bath there is um yeah there is a like a, a backup plan <laughs> yeah yeah and just being able to communicate that I suppose as well how how would you suggest going about starting that conversation whether it be a partner or parents or friends how how would you go about kind of starting that conversation I mean I know when I first started doing this with my husband he would be like what you're in a summer in a like he just couldn't he couldn't understand it but actually the more I spoke about it the more he came around to it but it, it was difficult for him to understand as a as a male <laughs> he doesn't experience this so have you got yeah. any advice for that side of things communicating with with a partner or other people I think, in your life? Yeah, definitely. Um, first off, like keep it simple. Um, <laughs> and um, I find really talking about the seasons are really it it just helps them understand. Um, you know, when it's when it's my winter, I need space. I need to be, um, I'm, I'm going to need your support with the kids or whatever, or, um, you know, there might be a few evenings where I just, I'm going to have an early night and have a bath. Um, please you know, respect that. Um, you know, summertime, um, you know, talk, like, face, talk them through kind of, I would split it out of like the first half of my cycle. Um, you might notice I'm a bit more outgoing, I want to do more things, etc. And then the second half of my cycle, I might be a little bit more critical, picky, <laughs> and you know, that's leading up to my um up to my period. But when it's like my actual period, my winter, like to be, yeah, just I need your compassion. I need you to be mindful that I need rest. And if you could step up your game, that would be great. <laughs> But I think just keeping it really simple, you yeah. might just start with like the first half of my cycle and my second half of my cycle to start with the conversation. And then you can talk about, you know, it mimics the um, seasons, so spring, summer, I'm more like outgoing, autumn, winter, 
um yeah my enthusiasm and patience will be will be dipping <laughs> yeah. and I think sometimes just having like having fun with it I mean yeah Angus and I have a joke when I was on my period the other week and I was I was such a moody cow like I really was <laughs> and I just was like I hate everybody like everything's annoying me and we just made a bit of a joke about it rather than me like really getting down on myself and like just allowing everything to feel the worst we kind of just joked about it and I was like I wouldn't push me Angus because like yeah. you just don't want the wrath that might come <laughs> and we just like played around with it and and then as we we're coming out of it you know as I mentioned yesterday we were going for a walk and he was like you just feel so much more like happy and outgoing and I and I said well I'm I'm ovulating that that's why like I feel my energy is lighter I feel more out, like energetic and all the rest of it and he was like oh this makes so much sense so I think also kind of taking them with you along the cycle yeah. as you're going through it helps them understand I mean you can also just send them this podcast episode they might understand then as well so if um if someone has started tracking and they've actually realized they've got a bit of an irregular cycle is mm. there any anything you would suggest for them I've had this I'm sure we all have at some point had a, an irregular cycle where it's not just kind of the, the 28 days or you know the week by week what what would be yeah. your suggestions or tips for that yeah so our our own cycles are all very unique um and lots of people have irregular cycles um they might be much longer they might be much shorter and so for those it's Tracking is, is key because you'll be able to notice some patterns. And yeah, the other thing, the other key thing is just to really to meet yourself where you're at um, and just be really like checking in with yourself on a regular basis. And if your period does come early, um, you know, make those, make some adjustments, make adjustments in what, what you can um, and just kind of really yeah lean into what what's going on right now um if there's it might be down to like hormone imbalances um which why well, you might have irregular um periods and yeah i'd recommend getting some um hormonal um advice and there's there's plenty 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 out there the other thing that you can do as well um and this also relates very much so for people who don't have a period for whatever reason. So they might be on um, some contraception um, or they might be perimenopause or, or menopause. Um, and you can still tap into that cyclical um, way of working and cyclical energies and patterns by following the lunar cycle. Um, and yeah, it's su super, super um, clever that it also correlates with the, with the moon. Um, and that is a really good way to, yeah, tap into those, um, tap into that moon energy. Um, if you're not having a natural bleed or you're very irregular or, you know, there's changes going on in your, in your period. Mm. Um, but yes, that's my recommendation would be to, to track the lunar cycle. Amazing. Thank you. So if, um, 
if anybody wants to come and chat to you and to get to know you a little bit more, potentially work with you or just kind of learn more about all of this, where can they find you? Um, and I think you've got a freebie as well. So if you want to share that and then they can go and download. Yeah, sure. Um, so I have created a guide um, called the Cycle Strategy, which basically outlines um, your cycle, the four phases, superpowers related to each phase um, and the correlating sort of, yeah, lunar cycle as well. Um, it's, a really, it's a really great, useful guide. It's free um, and you can download it. Um, and you might put the link in, my, in the show notes. Um, and yeah, if you want to chat more about cycle syncing, um, I mostly hang out on Instagram. And so, yeah, you can find me at um, Amy Kate Coaching. And Amy Kate is A I M E E Kate, and then coaching. And yeah, I'd love to have a chat. So, um, yeah, <laughs> that's how you can find me. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for coming on and sharing all of your wisdom about cycles. I think this is going to be a really useful episode for anybody, even if even if you've already been kind of tracking a cycle like me but just want to go that extra mile and kind of understand the different phases I think this episode is going to be really helpful so um if you did enjoy the episode and you want to come and chat to Amy go and check out her Instagram and if you want to take a screenshot and shout to your Instagram stories and tag us both as well that would be amazing it would mean the world to us both <laughs> I'm sure. and Amy thank you so much um it's been a pleasure chatting to you Oh, thank you, Amy. It's been brilliant. I've, I've enjoyed this so much. So yeah, thanks again for inviting me. Thank you so much for listening to this episode, lovely. I hope it was everything you needed today. And if it was, I would love to know. You can connect with me on Instagram at Amy Sorns or check out the links in the show notes to see how we can work together going forwards. I love and appreciate you so much and I can't wait to see you in the next episode.